five, four, three, two. Yo, 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 yo. It's your boy T.O. as you know. It's your boy O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. What's up, man? We got Fabian here, a.k.a. Walter. And we are the Fade Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything TV, media, and film-related, along with any other goddamn thing we want to talk about. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I'm feeling a little under the weather today. I'm feeling a little... I got the sniffles. Okay. I can hear it. I got the, I got, right. I got the sniffles. You know, I'm not, I'm not myself right now, so forgive me, ladies and gentlemen, for hey. not uh, 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 letting you hear my usual sexy raspy it's gonna be all right voice but the ladies but it adds a little rasp to it i think so the ladies might like it fair enough fair enough so like that's a weird thing to like get sick on purpose so that like you sound sexier somehow yeah i don't know how that works out probably quite dangerous to do that (laughs) i don't think anybody would recommend (laughs) like get introduced to the t virus so that you primary care physician (laughs) (laughs) would recommend um okay so we are not gonna play any games today uh as usual we've got uh a press play for you ladies and gentlemen yeah good one great one i got the actual not great correct air horns this time um yeah wait a minute what no we we just have a press play forget good or bad or whatever the case is we got a press play for the for the uh it's a big one it's a big one yeah it's a pretty and and you're not lying about that because it did some numbers this past weekend Unexpected million at the box office. Ninety last 90. time I checked. Ooh, really? Okay, wow. ninety next hey. last time I checked. Wow. I, so, think the, I think it broke the record for uh, a, a a movie opening. It, it's like a weird record. It's like biggest movie to open on a Wednesday. Or yeah, something well, like, like it was definitely uh, record numbers for October because uh, <laughs> usually October you get kind of in a dead space where the only things that are going to be selling out are like Saw and Halloween movies. Yeah, yeah, so, so true. yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, we we saw. We saw. <laughs> isn't that it? Isn't are, that the are they still going? I did. Why would they have to stop? You know, yeah. they, they. I'm pretty sure there's my still. my saw experience. Yeah. Uh, I started off terrible. I never. I've never seen a single saw movie. Um, Yikes! Because the first movie, I first ever, one was really good. As always with every franchise, the first one's really good. Yeah, and then the, uh, all the subsequent sequels just are wholly unnecessary you don't yeah. need them at all yeah see mine's was like a, a terrible situation um and I'll, I'll tell the story very quickly and then we'll jump it's, into it's gonna be a longer story no, no it's gonna be a short one yeah so this dates back to like 2005 2006 right i'm in high school one of my boys is like yo let's go let's go chill with these chicks out in oakland mills right and i'm like yeah you know damn my oakland mills you know, and this is when you're when you're kids, right? Like that type of distance is far. Now you just hop in the car and go. But for us, it's like, damn, we gonna we gonna ride our bikes to Oakland Mills. And if you know anything about Columbia, Wild Lake to Oakland Mills, that's like a, you know, that's like a good 20, 30 minute bike ride, right? Yeah, it's far, and it was night, yeah. and it was cold out. I think I think it was like October. Might have been around this time, you know, thirteen years ago, or whatever. Um, or how whatever that math is. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, um, we decided to take the bus, right? And uh, you know, I grew up in Colombia, wasn't rich or anything, but to me, taking a bus was like, Nigga, what? Take the dollar yeah, bus? It's a very bad connotation <laughs> that's associated with the bus if you lived out in the uh, suburbs. Yeah, it's, like it's a very bus? what? Your parents can't that? drive. It? Wait a minute. <laughs> 
Wait a minute. Where's your trust fund? It feels like yeah. your Mercedes <laughs> should take care Do of this problem. Do you not have a driver? <laughs> <laughs> Did your father not drive a Lexus? <laughs> Um, so anyway, I, so we take the bus to Oakland Mills, right? And my boy's like, yo, I'm like, she's like her friend, my, the girl I'm going to see got a friend. The friend is mad cute. I'd hit that. You know what I mean? So you got, it should be no problem. Lies. Lies. I get there, right? So yeah. we take this fucking bus to Oakland Mills. I get there. Yeah. Shorty is, yo, I mean like, what? what? That's, that's, those are all the emotions I had. Yeah. I, 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 I don't there. know what to do with those emotions. No, yeah, I don't, I don't know what side of the I didn't know what to do. It, it was the. Yo, no, what? He so wouldn't do this it, to me. Oh, okay. She yeah, on the, on the wrong was, side. On yeah, the wrong side was, of the fence. Okay. Oh my oh my god. She looked like a young Terrell Suggs. <laughs> <laughs> so so I was like, yo, fuck this entire situation, right? So she's like, Do you do you want to watch a movie? Well, no, she didn't sound like that. It was like, Do you want to watch a movie? Yeah. Um, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> you know? So she put I sit on the far end of the couch. She sits on the the other end, when she gets closer, fucked up, man. I go sit in the other chair. That's fucked up. Um, so yeah, that's, we're, that's, yeah. some, that's some real yo, shit. And I'm like, yo, let's get the fuck out of here. I'm, you know, I was that guy. Like, yo, let's bounce. Yeah, you couldn't go. even just like chill with her. Like, nah, Jesus bro. Christ, like, what is she? Yeah, what is she gonna shit. do? Like, no, nah, like, like kill you. You know, I, like, we, we were afraid like, of this turning into a real life saw situation. <laughs> at a certain, we started reviewing defensive coverages, like you know, <laughs> cover three, cover four, two man zone blitz schemes, like that. <laughs> that was her face, right? So anyway, she we're watching Saw, and I just couldn't focus on the movie just because I'm sitting next to this fucking creature. Go of the, easy, of the dark. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Calm down. Um, so yeah, th- th- that's why to me the movie was. It always reminds me of that situation. So I was yeah. like, I'm never gonna watch that movie again. I don't give a shit how many how many of them they drop. Yeah. Well, so, okay. Saw's yeah. never gotten a dollar from me. <laughs> that's that's the only way you can respond to that long ass <laughs> story to tell us you don't like Saw movies. Is uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, there's a reason. I enjoyed why. them. There, yeah. There's a backstory. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's uh let, let's talk Venom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we saw Venom, and before I could even get to what the movie was, uh, we got introduced to that very long-winded story yeah. uh, that took us absolutely nowhere. Um, we reviewed the, uh, the the film Venom, uh, starring uh, Tom Hardy and Michelle Williams, um, and it was uh, directed by somebody who I'll tell you once I'm able to pull <laughs> up the information, which yeah. I usually have ahead of time. Ruben no. Or is it Fleischer? I I don't know. I haven't gotten it. Ruben Fleischer. I, my I internet connection isn't that strong right now. Yeah. Uh, directed by Ruben <laughs> Fleischer, who, yeah. um, if uh, my internet was faster, it would. So he's also directed other films, including Zombieland, Gangster Squad. Um, he, he, to be honest, I don't see a lot of like really phenomenal films I'm familiar with under his belt. 30 minutes or less. Um, I did not see, but it's got some guys I like in it. Aziz Ansari, Nick Swarden, Danny McBride, all funny guys. Jesse Eisenberg. Um, yeah, he's got a lot Michael of Michael Pena was in Eisenberg. this. I gotta go see this movie. What this movie? You don't, it wasn't that it wasn't that great. Well, then again, it probably you. For, wasn't, for, but for, for you, I like the cast, great, yeah. so I, I, maybe I'll just like to see these guys do their work. Uh, you yeah. know what? I'm not gonna lie. Actually, uh, Gangster Squad, I did see that film. Uh, that was with Sean Penn, Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone. Um, that movie looked like it was going to be weak, so I didn't see it. No, that, that was a great film, actually. Gangster Squad. Yeah, I would I check know, it out. Okay, a what? Cheesy. What? Fave. 
What uh, did I just hear? I don't Sean Penn. Voice. If you got Sean Penn and, and Ryan Gosling in a movie, it's gonna be good. So, yeah. and I'm usually like, okay, I, I like I will, that I, cast, so I'll check it out. But I don't know. I just when I saw it, I was like, I didn't like the, the cinematics of it. it. Just looked cheesy. Yeah, I'll, I'll never buy into. Oh, it's got these people in it, especially with the cast. Like, because you can put together, you can pay enough or pay people enough money to show up, right? great actors you can show pay them to show up but you can't you know uh guarantee that that script's going to be a great script because sometimes i can think a movie isn't good but i like a couple people so i like seeing them do what they do you know what i mean so listen sean penn doesn't need to do any more movies okay (laughs) he's good so if he does a movie i think he's gonna at least choose a good film like a good movie so if sean penn is in a movie um it's like we're talking good. about every movie other than uh, <laughs> other than Venom. I what Sean Penn? Was no, Sean I said we're talking about every movie other than Venom. I don't know what you mean. I'm confused. Talking yeah, about every movie other than oh Venom. yeah yeah okay yeah. <laughs> so fuck so let's get back <laughs> to speaking Venom. Chinese. Oh <laughs> we're oh I <laughs> thought you were continuing. No, no I thought you were continuing off of what he was no, saying. No, say we're talking about every movie other than Venom. Oh, okay. That was not that was not made abundantly clear to me. Um, no. But I'm with you though. I'm with you though. Let's uh, let's get back on the uh, the conversation at hand here. Uh, yes. So we are talking Venom. Uh, let's just jump right into the plot. What do we think about the uh, the plot and the structure? <coughs> so I'll throw out my thoughts first. Um, I didn't Ugh. enjoy the the plot and the structure of this film. Um, it kind of just thrust you right into it, right? And like the opening scenes um, where they're in space, there's a you know plane re-enter or there's a spaceship re-entering orbit, um, you know catches on fire as anything would. And <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. And they crash land, right? Yeah. Um, and then, 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 like the symbiotes, one of them is. I think one of them escapes, or uh, yeah, one of them escapes. Two, I believe. No, no, no. I think. Yeah, I think it was um riot who who yeah, escaped. Yeah, yeah. Um, ended up in fucking Tokyo or some something like that. Uh, so it, it kind of throws you right into it, right? For me, there wasn't enough backstory there. Like, why were they out in space? Right? Were they searching for the symbiotes? Now. Luckily, later on in the film, the uh, symbiote riot did confirm that, you know, they didn't find us. We found them. So I guess their mission, the symbiote's mission was to get to Earth. Um, But anyway, I just didn't enjoy how they like the film kind of just throws you right in. They give very little backstory. They don't give the symbiote's backstory. They don't give um, uh, Eddie Brock's backstory of like, you know, why he left New York, how he ended up where he is in his like career or whatever. Um, They don't really give any backstory into you know riot and like what his plan or goal is you know for coming to earth and then the rest of the movie just seemed like it was i was watching it on fast forward like there were so many parts where they just jump from being here to being there right um like i remember the scene where eddie brock was going in for the mri and then uh you know he like freaked out or whatever you know obviously the high noise frequency uh irritated venom and the dude pulls his blood sample the test came back really weird and then all of a sudden he's dressed walking out of the hospital like like that's it yeah you know again so the movie just seemed like it was i was watching it on fast forward and you're waiting for the end and then when you get to the end of the movie it's just like oh okay yeah 
Um, yeah, uh, and we've obviously had this discussion uh, off air a few times, but um, no, immediately that was the first thing I liked and I noticed, and so much so that um, we saw it together, Rain, but someone else was with us, and um, I immediately leaned over to her and said, um, yo, this shit is just starting fast, like it's, like they're really going in right immediately. Um, so I had noticed that, and I, I thought what I really liked that the plot was or the pacing of the movie was consistent the whole way through. It wasn't like uh, it started off fast and then it felt like it slowed down and then maybe pick back up or, or whatever, or it started off slow and then like rushed through everything. You know, it felt like, you know, even you know, back to what you're saying about him being in the hospital and then you felt like, huh, he's just dressed walking out. But that was just the pace of the movie. It didn't stand. It didn't waste too much time just discussing random things that really didn't i don't think had to be discussed like you know each scene kind of just did its job but either way i thought the pacing of of the movie was real good um a couple other things that i liked was um have a nice life i really liked that that was a phrase to pay attention to throughout the whole movie you know it was something that you notice he said and then each time someone else said it you were like oh you know it was kind of a thing that they made up um um, I also like the idea that, um, and I don't know if this was unique to the movie or maybe this was um, just something in the comic books, but they um, made it noticeable that the symbiote is as strong as its host or even as weak as its host. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that was that was another thing that I liked about the plot. Um, but yeah, definitely the pace. I, I thought the pace was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the pace was. Um, yeah. It, it just wasn't. Uh, it just wasn't. Yeah. I, I guess I, I would have to agree with the rain. It, it wasn't very good from a pacing standpoint um, because it doesn't really take its time with any one thing. It kind of just speeds through everything, you know, um, and which is weird for like a two and an, almost a two and a half hour movie to feel like it's going by too fast. It's like a weird thing. Like that's a, it's a weird dynamic, you know, to feel like everything they're going through everything so fast. And yet it's, you've got two and a half, almost two and a half hours to tell your story. Uh, so I didn't necessarily enjoy the pacing as far as the plot. Um, and I kind of have to tie the plot into the character, uh, side of it. I mean, there, there really was no plot. It's just the Tom Hardy show. That's pretty much all we watched was just Tom Hardy yeah. <laughs> doing his thing for about two and a half hours. Uh, so I can't really speak to the story because there really wasn't Venom Comes to Earth and Habits uh, uh, Eddie Brock played by uh, Tom Hardy. That's pretty much the story. Yeah. Like, <laughs> to me, I felt like the story was and I didn't, this is something we were talking about, but I didn't say it when I was just talking, but it felt like the Venom meets Eddie Brock um, story. And then what does Venom have to do now to stay on earth? Because he likes it here. Um, And so I think that's why there wasn't like a lot of like, okay, what's the backstory on, you know, how did they get here? Or what's, what's up with Eddie Brock and what's going on with his career? It was just like the Venom meets Eddie Brock. Let's do this. Let's figure out how to keep me here. Right. But I, th- I think part of the conflict with that is why do we care what happens to Venom or Eddie Brock if we don't take the time to get to know either of them? I thought 
and maybe this is just me. I, I thought Venom was a very likable character. Oh, he, from, he no. I, so I, I thought I, you I, got the absolutely care about but because, him. and this is a mistake that's commonly made because a character is likable doesn't mean you care what happens to them because of like so for instance in scream um uh what's his name jamie kennedy's character yeah yeah whatever yeah. very funny character but we all kind of were kind of expecting him to die we're kind of okay we're like it, it is what it is but i think like, that's what you expected not that you didn't care about him you're like okay he's going down at some point no i'm saying i'm saying i'm trying to draw, draw a distinct line between likable characters and characters that you care if they live or die yeah you know what and, I mean? and let me highlight one thing so in the film venom says like the reason why he likes eddie brock so much is because like eddie brock he was a loser on his home planet right like you know that's not something that i knew uh, like before uh, coming into the film like i've always you know, i'm a big fan of the spider-man comic books i've always liked the character venom you know i had no idea that um you know on his home planet venom was would be considered a loser right so tell me more of that backstory like why is that you know why was venom yeah like can, can we get the loser? backstory and why they speak perfect english <laughs> yeah fuck How's yeah, this possible? That's a great question. <laughs> his vocabulary was better than mine i don't understand how this happened didn't he like uh, rap music or shit? yeah i don't All know shit too? yeah uh it was very strange um but uh but yeah anyways i, I i'm personally <clears throat> and look you're, you're talking to a guy who uh who uh, you know i think dunkirk should have won uh, the Oscar last year. Um, no, fair enough. Um, but th- th- I, 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 I think it was a great movie, even though there was no backstory to it. So I do understand what you mean in, in terms of sometimes you just don't need a backstory in order to tell a great story. Right. But in this case, they had so much going on and there wasn't enough context and there wasn't enough character development to like, they really focused on the relationship between Eddie Brock and Venom but there wasn't enough context to either one to make us care about them individually. We only cared about them as a tandem. If that makes almost almost to exactly what you're saying in terms of this is how Venom meets Eddie Brock. Yeah, but what I want to question is: is that a bad thing? Like, did we need to care about them as individual characters? Like, or do we? Is are we just only supposed to care about? them as a tandem like i thought that's what they were saying to me so let's say that is like the 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 point of the movie right like let's tell the eddie brock meets venom story right even then the film didn't really dive too much into like their relationship right like you didn't really get too much of like singular one-on-one conversations or like interactions between eddie brock and venom enough to understand their relationship but all i really saw was venom inhabits eddie brock they may have like similar you know obviously venom is now in his head so venom may see in eddie you know similarities to himself which is why he's like okay i'm gonna stick with this host um but and and obviously venom is a very likable character but i can't really think of a point in the movie where like i'm like okay Bam, I understand their relationship. The relationship well, has you developed. Understood their relationship off of one sentence. You're a loser and I'm a loser. Like, that's all you really need to know. I thought you didn't get too many more of those moments because I'm gonna going back to a half hour I, movie yeah, and that's well, all you're well, going to I, I think you don't get too much more of those moments because to say consistent with how fast the movie is going that then slows the movie down if you're taking all then these yes, moments slow to have. Slow it down for me at a certain point to build 
if you're telling yeah, the I, I'm not Rock saying Venom story, someone, slow it down. Yeah. Tell the the story of their relationship, and then sure, Look, fucking. I'm not speed saying it back up someone is wrong for wanting it slowed down and wanting to hear that. I I'm just saying to me that it it was consistent. Like and and, and I liked the job of the. Uh, this is just personally me. I like the job of the pace. I didn't, you know, to, to slow it down and have this moment just doesn't seem consistent with what you're trying to do with the movie, which is run through it real fast. Obviously, I mean, they start off in but like one why, minute action. Not not that I disagree, because I, I believe it, it really is just preference, but this is just me being curious at this point. Um, so, like, why do you enjoy them running through it briskly? Um, it, it, it just felt like a lot of a lot of action. Um, I don't know if I, it's not that I enjoy that more per se than slowing it down. Cause I do enjoy movies that and TV shows that move slow, but I like that it started and then just stuck with yeah, it. I, 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 it's not like, Oh yo, man, fast paced movies are better for me or I prefer those. I just liked the way they kind of stuck with that. You know what yeah, this that, movie felt like? It just felt like like really fast sex, right? You, like you're just like fucking and fucking. Yeah, you don't and have the motion in as you say it. You no, can, I, you can, I don't to, need the visual. <laughs> I, I need to give you the visual, right? <laughs> Which is to go back to Dunkirk. Why Dunkirk is the same is it kind of moves slow, kind of throughout. And it stays that way. I felt like even I, fucking but, Tom Hardy flying in the goddamn jet. The yeah, whole goddamn movie. But, but that's just it. Slow. I don't. I don't think Dunkirk went. S- uh, either you you were saying went slow the entire time, yeah, and not no, in a bad yeah. way, but no, no, no. I, I thought so, it so was slow. D- Dunkirk went through cycles, right? So it would give you slow stretches, but then it would pick pick up briskly, and it would do that repeatedly. That's because that's that's a way to create, especially when you don't have background for the characters. That's a way to create drama, right? Is to 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 slow it down to like play with the pacing where you slow it down and then speed up all the, all this shit happens, slow it down again. And yeah. all this shit happens. Think about the movie, the dark Knight with, uh, uh, Heath Ledger and, and, and Christian Bale, right? That movie is a masterclass for pacing. And it's because it follows that same exact script of we're going to hit you with some shit first and then slow it down a bit. Yeah. And then hit you with some shit, slow it down a bit. Hit you with some, like, you know what I mean? It, 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 and it gives you, it gives you the illusion that you're watching several stories at one time. Yeah. You're the Dunkirk expert, so I won't disregard that. Maybe it did do that change of pace thing, but I think overall, when I watched it, I felt like it was one long pace. Yeah. I mean, they probably did speed it up at times, but um, yeah. either way, uh, yeah, I think this movie will challenge people and i would love to talk to a lot more people personally about it to ask them yo did you like the pace did you not like it did you think you weren't informed enough i think that's a a great combo i'd love to have with a lot of people yeah yeah it's a great conversation to have but the last thing i'll say about it is um if if you if you're not that good with pacing the the one thing that you should do is like try to seek even though it's hard to do seek even pacing right you kept saying at least they stuck to one thing either fast or slow it's like why does it really have to be either why not just have an even paced movie you yeah. know well so, well then, so no but i would say second. it was even paced right no that was it, it, no you mean even pace from it was consistent right That's okay talking so about. it was talking consistently about even fast throughout the movie exactly. you're talking about an even pace of being able to you know, know. hey we're, we're gonna this part's gonna move quickly. We're gonna slow it down here. Like when we we keep using the word pace, so naturally I'm thinking about like a marathon, right? Or you know, ru- like running. 
it's natural like let's say you're doing a half marathon or a full marathon right it's natural to say hey doing this stretch of the road um you know uphill downhill whatever i'm going to speed up my pace a little bit i'm going to pick it up during this stretch i'm going to slow it down a little bit to like well that's because human beings have to do that <laughs> sure i mean I, I didn't if think, a human being could just continually run fast for x amount of time he would i didn't think i'd have to over explain my point to you pace is important right maybe bad it's, example it's it's there's certain points of this two hour long two hour two and a half hour long movie where you know we hey we can move through this part pretty quickly there's you know this is just fun there's a lot of action here this is just some like really interesting rich story that we can tell but at a faster pace but hey bam this is a point in the movie where we need to like do like develop story develop characters develop relationships let's slow it down here and then you know bam we've we've got a little bit of downhill here we can speed it up a little Mm. bit and then we yeah, slow it I mean, down again. I think it's that all just, type of even pace. It's all just preference. A couple things that I didn't like. Um, I at first, well, at first I thought I wasn't gonna like it. Was that robbery scene, which I thought was a robbery scene, but it was really just a, a shakedown extortion scene. But I swear we were about to have that typical robbery scene where he's either gonna like save the day on some corny shit, and but that's not what it was. It was a it was a shakedown scene, which. Uh, turned out to me i like that better but i did like that uh, and obviously you know this was going to happen and we was going to come back again try to um get some more shakedown money and then he was going to save the day as venom slash eddie brock towards the end of the movie you knew that was going to come back but immediately i was like oh my gosh this is going to be one of those corny robbery scenes but i'm glad they were smart enough not to do it like that um wait wasn't what wasn't corny about it that it wasn't just like the robbery scene where he but wasn't it a robbery scene no, it was more like an extortion. He had a gun. It's robbery. Yeah, yeah, no, but it wasn't like give me the money in the bag and then I, I'm gonna flee now. You know what, what I mean? What was it? Like? It was pay your taxes. Legally, it would be. Wait, it would I'm, be I'm both Are we talking about something extortion? else? Are we? Are we talking about something? Well, no. You know what? Extortion is like, hey, I have uh, this. Yeah. Like lewd picture of you cheating on your wife. You have to give me money. Uh, the dude just showed up with the a picture. gun and was like give me the money yeah, but he didn't rob the store clean it was more like it was more like you're paying for protection what what is that which charge? i don't know why he came in with a gun because it does make it confusing with like was this a robbery was it not because usually if you're coming but he didn't rob them clean you know he's just like give me that bottle of whiskey and some change you know what i mean it wasn't like I, yeah, yeah i might have if, if i that, if yeah. i know and you know you owe me money every week on time I, yeah i don't I, I, thought, I don't need to bring a gun yeah that, that's what kind of made it weird back. it wasn't that great but I, I like that it wasn't the typical hey give me the gun and then like he's got a paper bag over the gun and he tries to run and eddie brock throws like a bottle of liquor out at his head and and saves the day in some corny way yeah but uh, see, like uh, and like and and th- th- here's what i wonder like was that part of the story necessary like what did that really add no it just it just gave more context i think or at least it gave at least a little more context to uh to who he uh, was or yeah i guess or Or his everyday or his his like because he's he he didn't really do much before like obviously he did the news stories and whatever but he didn't really he wasn't really like an active participant i guess in his own life maybe that and that's to help paint the whole picture that eddie brock is a loser without actually like showing that like okay he's like a he, you know he like he's cheating on his girl or something like that yeah it was like a way to paint him as kind of a bad guy but not actually painting him as a bad guy if that makes sense because he wasn't the hero of the yeah. story so, you know so what, what I mean? maybe like 
you know, here's Eddie Brock. He's a news reporter. He's chasing down all these stories, investigating criminals, blah, blah, blah. But, but when, he, can't, when, he when doesn't do the damn thing about it. Up yeah. and doing something, he isn't the type. Exactly. Okay. Which yeah. rightfully so at that time, that man was armed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna argue. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but but no, but to your point, that's what it is supposed to do: show that he what he's not a Eddie Brock isn't a hero. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, okay, so let's uh, let's jump into the characters. Um, what do we think about the characters? Again, um, you know, because I know I know these characters from the comic books. What I was hoping this movie would do is give me a a different perspective or like a new fresh perspective or at least teach me things about the characters that I didn't know. Right. Mm-hmm. I, when I left this movie, like, you know, I left with the same information that I came with. Right. Um, I know you didn't know Venom was a loser. Okay. I learned one thing. So, <laughs> you know, it didn't really teach me anything new about Eddie Brock. All I know now is that like on Venom's home planet, he was a loser and, and now he, um, is a big bad motherfucker on earth, right? Um, I didn't really learn anything about uh, Eddie Brock's relationship with uh, his ex-wife. Uh, uh, you know, there was no... Like, I, I don't really know what I learned about any particular character. We know Riot... So we know Venom is not top dog, right? We know Riot is or uh, was because he died. We know he was the top dog. I would have loved to have learned a little bit more about that. Like, who is that guy? Is he like the general on his planet? Is he um, like someone of like real importance? I know Venom alluded to the fact that on their home planet, Riot is a leader. Like, what does that mean? You know, mm-hmm. um, I would have loved to have maybe learned a little bit more about that. But, you know, again, it just kind of like burned through the story. The movie was moving so fast to just burn through content. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I like the characters. I like Venom just like everybody else. But like, who is he? Yeah. yeah. Um, Another character makes two Marvel appearances. Did you guys check that out? Did you peep that? Another like you mean person? Another actor, actor makes. Actor. Yeah. Hold on. Give me one sec. Yeah. I need to think about this one. Uh, Makes appearances in two Marvel movies. Okay. All right. One's a show. One's a movie. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I'll give a clue. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. You see him in Luke Cage. Is season two Luke Cage? One and two. Oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um his his real name is Ron Cephas Jones, but he uh, he he hangs out in the barbershop, Pop's barbershop. Mm-hmm. The skinny dude. Ah, uh, yeah. He plays um uh Eddie Brock's boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Plays- Which was kind of weird because in I think I oh, think Yeah, in, um, I, I know him from uh Mr. Robot. Yeah, he's been a couple things. Um I'm not going to go through it, but he's been a couple things. But in Luke Cage, he I think he does leave to go to California. He does. Yeah, and then now... He, so he goes from hanging out in Pop's Barbershop in Harlem to being the head of the chief editor. And didn't he come up <laughs> on some a, money, too? At the biggest um, <laughs> <laughs> newspaper yeah. in San Francisco. No, that, that was funny. That, immediately, immediately, I thought about that. I was like, wait, he's in Cali. Didn't he leave to go to Cali? That's where Luke you just Cage? lie on your LinkedIn. Yeah. And you just... Uh, he put yeah, Luke Cage yeah, on his yeah. um, reference list. So. I can edit. <laughs> um <laughs> no I, I thought tom hardy was um obviously good uh he was f- i think i thought he was enjoyable to watch like he just seemed like very loose 
like like I don't know. He he kind of played Eddie Brock the way I think I would imagine him. Just kind of like a shitty rant. Like it was a you know very kind of just loose and candid with it. Um, it felt like um, and then I, I really liked Ann Wang. She um well Michelle um, Williams when she played Ann Wang because I felt the same way about her that Venom did. Wait, what was her name? Michelle Williams. Like no 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 not Michelle Ann no, Wang who she something. played. Ann Wang is that how you say? I think I'm saying that right. It looks right. Ann Wang. How do you spell it? W Wayne or Wang? Wang or something. It's W E Y and Wang. I N G. Wang. Yeah, Wang. Oh, I thought it, was, it sounded slightly Asian. I was like, what are we it doing? It does. Wang. Like, I think you say it like that. Yikes. Right? Where White is she from? White Washington. Washington. I don't know. Who, Michelle like Williams? Seventh Heavens? Or? No, uh, Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Oh. I remember her mushy face from somewhere. Yikes. You know who she reminds me of? Like, um, what is it? Renee Zellweger? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I get they that. I think you're just trying to say all white women look the same. I don't think that's <laughs> no, no, the no. first time. She has like a mushy face, kind of <laughs> like like uh, the dude who plays Cheddar Bob, uh, Renee. How Zellweger. does she have a mushy face? It's just like mushed together. It well, no, like even even in um, even in um, me myself and Irene. That's what Jim Carrey says. He's like, you know, I like you. You're real down to earth. You look like you got Down syndrome. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> So he yeah. says the same thing. It's, it followed her through her career. Like, a, <laughs> a mush, mushy face. First of all, she, your Renee Zellweger was in uh, me, myself, and Irene. You guys are. He's talking about Michelle Williams. No, I know he said he looked like her, but, but they look. Yeah, no, he said mich- yeah. similar. Yeah, but yeah. Um, all right, I'm just gonna stay with. Either way, I, I felt the way about her character that Jesus live a little today. <laughs> that Venom did, you know, Venom really liked her, and I thought she was um a real likable character in the movie. Um, and then she was, you know, she was down a ride, and I liked her getting a chance to wield the Venom for a little bit. I th- I thought that was um that was pretty cool, and I I thought she was gonna look at that experience like, whoa, th- th- this is pretty cool. Um, I'm not sure how I felt about Riz Ahmed and the, and I don't think he did bad. Like I don't think he did bad. I I just didn't know how to feel about him. Like I don't know if you got guys got a sense of how you felt about him. Um, I think in in terms of the best quality of acting um i think he just because he's a great actor he is good um i think he played that um his his role he played his role well he did his job right in terms of um bringing purpose to his character yeah right you understood very clearly what his intention was yeah he's you know from the gate this is a villain this guy is no good like you know what i mean he really brings that out and so i thought he did a good job it's just something on about his character i can't or the acting about it i can't can't tell you what it is but it's something that i'm just not sure about can't quite put my finger on it yeah i think what he did really well in this movie playing that character is like being so dedicated to like his mission or his purpose that he like detached himself from like emotion right where he's just like he's so committed to the science even if it means sacrificing lives right and to him he was just like you know, this is worth sacrificing lives. Like, especially that scene where um, this, the first subject, it, the first human subject is introduced to the symbiote and he's talking um, to the guy. Uh, and I forget what story he's telling him. Um, oh, yeah. About uh, of Isaac and uh, Abram, I think. 
Yes, where he's telling the story about how like Abraham sacrificed his son Isaac because God asked him to, right? And then he's saying, well, it wasn't Abraham wasn't the hero of that story. It was Isaac who was the hero of that story. And then or the sacrifice, yeah, because it was his sacrifice, right? And like in in that moment, I'm just like, wow, this guy is a master manipulator, and like that's probably how he got his team of scientists to do this very. Um, just fundamentally wrong, like the, these tests, right? Well, well on and top of that, to uh, back you up, when he's like, um, "Hey, look, you know, we got to get this done." Um, you know, you know, what what, what was your kids' things? By the way, how are your kids? Like, yeah. you know, Im- implying. I, and I was just about to bring that up, and so you're sitting there, you know, you're you're saying like, uh, you couldn't, you didn't necessarily, you weren't necessarily on the same page with him acting wise. I was like, I, and if I could just interject with what I thought about some of the characters. I thought, obviously, like I said, from the jump, this is this was the Tom Hardy show and it didn't give anybody else really any love. Like everybody else was dimmed down because they wanted Tom Hardy to be front and center always, you know, yeah. in this film. But Riz Ahmed, he found his spots and that was, I think, a great. That, that yeah. one made me pause. and was like, oh, shit. Like yeah. that was a great way to deliver that line without being even remotely forthcoming with like because then you're wait like was he really just asking about his kids or her kid? you know he's not right like yeah. you're, you're like you know he's you know threatening her threat, yeah but he says it like where it's just like you can't really say that he did threaten her right but at the same, you know it's a beaut that was a beautiful way to, yeah to both that was a beautiful line and then also that was just a beautiful way to deliver, deliver the line mm-hmm. you know because he de- yeah. delivers it in this almost genuine way where you're just like by the way but why you? else would you ask that yeah. in that moment other than hey i'm trying to threaten you know so um, so I, th- I thought that he was the only sort of he was the only sort of bright light in the movie. I thought they dimmed down Michelle Williams. She's actually a great actress, and I think they didn't utilize her even remotely enough. Um, Jenny Slate, they didn't really do anything with her. In she fact, was they my just, next comment. They 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 just paraded her around with glasses and were like pretend like you're a scientist, and yeah. that's pretty much all they did with her. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, I, I don't know if like I thought her character or. or her acting uh, not her, that her acting was bad but yeah they didn't really do much for her character other than be the uh sacrifice at some point yeah but i really liked seeing her um in that role because I, I know her for the like the the comedy and stuff from parks and recs and some different things but i like that opportunity that she got there to, to kind of do either either something else not too different obviously but on a bigger screen i think i mean she's she's had other I haven't seen so, her too much on the big screen. She has her own movie. Uh, what was it called? Uh, the, the the one where she. Uh, and no one saw that. Actually, a lot of people, or not a lot of people, but it was. It was a well, at least it, I guess it was my first time. I think so. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, but anyways, uh, I just don't think that they really gave anybody else any sort of love um, outside of Tom Hardy. Uh, they they just you know for the most part um, dimmed everybody else down. Uh, and like Reed Scott, I, th- I think he's great. If anybody watches Veep, he's a great actor on Veep. Um, and I don't think they really gave him any shine. Uh, so what do we think about the cinematography? You know what? Usually I try and like capture it. Uh, I try and determine like, do I like how this is being shot? Uh, I did think it was very choppy. Um, and again, this is just because the movie was moving so fast. Like there was, it wouldn't have really been possible to do like continuous, uh, continuous scenes, right? Uh, where you follow one character through a certain pr- uh, particular part of the film, or you follow one character through um, 
you know, very like essential, important dialogue. I didn't get any of that because the film was just moving fast forward. So it's like this scene, this scene, this scene, this scene. Now we're at that scene. Now we're going to this scene. Go to that scene. Like that is the vibe I got from the cinematography. Um, graphics were incredible. I think, um, you know, you know, the, the being able to capture the like the city incredible especially during that, that that chase scene right where he's on the motorcycle and you can tell like they're in san francisco where they're like could you, you know, yeah where he's riding a motorcycle down this like that like that slope and that hill in san francisco uh and there's that like iconic I don't um, think that means that it was in san francisco i think it just means that it's in a place that looks like san francisco no that was san francisco well, yeah and, and to Rain's point i don't know motherfucker oh. let me finish my point okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> So, um, so you know, there were scenes in the movie where, I, to me, it, it captured like location, and I love being able to tell in a movie where they're filming it. Um, but other than that, it just moves so fast that you know, I can't determine like, hey, like, did this shoot? Did it do um, close-ups really well in this movie? Where where there are a lot of like aerial scenes that were just done very beautifully, where there are like continuous shots that captured you know really great character, or emotion, or conversation, or dialogue. I didn't get any of that. Um, I felt like, well, all right, I'm going to say the one thing I really didn't like, and I don't know if this goes to the cinematography or maybe more to the plot, but I thought those fucking kamikaze dro- drones were dumb. I, I didn't like it. It felt like they weren't, I don't know if they were supposed to be exploding intentionally, <laughs> but it seems like they just crashed into everything and didn't like, they didn't do anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't tell if like were they supposed to explode just like close in close proximity? Were they actually trying to like stay with them? I don't know, but they all just seemed to like not work well and like just crash into anything possible. Um, I thought that was kind of odd or weird. I didn't understand it, but um, no, yeah, I mean to your point, I feel like that was like a kind of like a cheap scene, right? Yeah, it was like hey, let's have drones chase them, and they're gonna obviously you know what? They were like, oh, they did this in um that. Fast and Furious movie where the that drone was chasing uh, Toretto <laughs> and and Tyrese and Ludacris through the city, <laughs> and, they, and they use their real names. For yeah, real. or uh, Christopher Bridges, I believe. Yeah. Let's do that, but with smaller, more explosive drones. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you. That was a great way to say it. Real cheap. Um, but I did. Other than that, I I, I thought I thought it was real exciting. Um, you know, I, I thought like the colors and a lot the way it moved um just you know basically what i've been saying the whole time just real consistent with the fast pace um that motorcycle jump scene i really thought that was that was pretty good um even the person next to me was like oh I, what, or was it true no somebody had commented that they really liked that motorcycle jump scene and i was like yeah actually i think they did a pretty good job on that that scene where Venom was fighting, uh, I think a lot of the the cops, and then like the smoke bomb went off, and then the um, then there was like a lot of red flashing light. I thought they did that really well. Um, I don't know. The other only thing I really had to take away that I didn't like was that that chase scene with the uh, with the drones and how they did that. It just really felt cheap. And yeah, you know what would have been a, like a, a, to me a better way to do that scene to have it be like first person where. Like maybe Tom Hardy would have been wearing like a, a chest harness or a head harness. And like you get the experience or the feeling of him like riding the motorcycle as Tom Hardy and, you know, everything's blowing up around him. And you get like a long continuous shot of him on the motorcycle going through the motions. Um, 
maybe would have been like a way to kind of like immerse you into that like that feeling or that experience another wax maybe not but just an idea when he was running through the woods and i don't know if anyone noticed then he ran through the one tree and then he got up and then it was real goofy they did this thing where he gets up and like well it was like venom was pulling him up and he does like this shake and i think they tried to put some effect on it it just looked real cheesy and it was like right, we could he could have just got up and kept running or something i don't know it just looked real corny i didn't like it i don't know if you guys really noticed how it looked but no i mean i noticed how it looked i just i don't know it just didn't it kind of gelled into everything else in the movie i didn't really notice the difference between that and anything else any other like effects that they were trying to do yeah uh i can't really speak too much of the cinematography i thought it was kind of pedestrian uh, as far as the cinematography goes that um, was so disrespectful it's a very disrespectful way to put it but like still very um i mean for a movie like this is very like what was different about this movie than no no, no I, literally I, any other i, I, li- I love movie. the way you you put that uh it was like it was one of those um oh you just wear anything <laughs> type of comments yeah where you're, where you're saying the person looks like shit i love your free spirit yeah you know? yeah I, I think that word pedestrian but, was uh, good no, no i like that go ahead sorry to cut yeah. you off um uh the, the one thing that i really didn't like about it was the editing i thought it was very poor editing um so I, i'll draw your attention to the scene at the beginning of the film where him and uh, uh eddie brock and uh and what's his name and and Wang and Wayne Wang whitewash um <laughs> uh, uh yeah where they supposed to be Asian? where they I don't know I'm going to have idea. to look back I, at that uh, yeah I don't know I don't really know too much about Eddie Brock's story um where uh they're talking in the restaurant and uh the editing just for that scene alone was exemplary of like the rest of the editing in the film and just a general issue with superhero movies in the first place there's so many fucking cuts for scenes that don't need cutting that it just is mind boggling. There was in the span of that conversation, there was like 40 cuts. They're having a conversation yeah. in a restaurant. How yeah. many cuts do you fucking need for that? Just oh, when he was zapping out five cuts. No, no, no. At the beginning of the movie, when, when they're, they're just, just having in the restaurant. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like 40 cuts. And that I'm could just have been like, one shot why? with a few like close ups. And you could tell that they did like 50 takes of it because his expressions were like really sort of distinct in like the different cuts. And it was just, it was just weird. I was just like, you, you don't. Was it like this. a Ray J hat moment? I don't know what that means. What does that oh, mean? I didn't yes, see it. it no, I, 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 know, like that. I know. Oh, oh, shit. Where his uh, hat's like, his hat yeah, yeah, different like face. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> pretty, pretty. I mean, it wasn't obviously that obvious, and I could have just <laughs> rolled with your joke just, <laughs> just for the sake of it. But, but yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't that. Uh, it wasn't that obvious. But it was damn near close <laughs> because you know you go for him like smiling in like one of the cuts to like you hit the you know go from the other side and he's like stone face yeah and it's just like all right clearly you guys just shot this and i mean obviously that's just a continuity error and it happens in all movies it's to be expected but for one it, i don't think i would have noticed it as much if there weren't as many cuts right you know because then i wouldn't have been flipping back and forth between them thinking what the fuck is going on here you know so uh yeah just the the overall editing with the uh the the movie was um 
I don't think it was very good. Um, and again, I'm not, I wasn't trying to say like, I wasn't trying to shit on them in terms of like the fact that I called it pedestrian. I say that because it, it, it didn't really try to do anything. Yeah. No, I think that was a perfect word for it. Yeah. Um, given all the plethora of, uh, superhero movies that we have coming at us, it's kind of like, I need somebody to try to distinguish themselves yeah. and to do something a little different. You know, I could be wrong with this take and correct me if you guys feel different. Um, it almost felt I mean, and not almost, it felt like an action movie, but more of an action movie than I think a lot of comic book movies have felt lately. Well, yeah, try to earmark itself sort of in the R rating of uh, Deadpool, but which is without the humor or without the same brand of humor. Right. Um, and so by that, if you take the comedy aspect out of Deadpool, you basically just get an action movie. Yeah. Like a just standard yeah. action movie. But, um, I'm just thinking all the way back to like the first Iron Man or even maybe a couple movies since then. It's so hard to keep track of all of them. But it felt like the first action movie in a while since for a while in, in comic book movies. But I could be wrong because you I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, Civil the, War, the Winter Soldier. Yeah, was way better. That The Winter Soldier may have actually had the but best. But would you look at it and say action fight? You felt like that was an action any movie. Marvel movie. Uh, no, the, the Winter Soldier itself was more of a uh, sort of a thriller. Yeah, I'm espionage. not saying it didn't. These movies didn't have action scenes around. I'm just saying like pure like. Would you what would you categorize it as? You know, yeah, Winter would, Soldier was would, definitely like espionage. I would categorize Civil War as an action. movie. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah I'll give you Civil War. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, moving onwards and upwards <laughs> from uh, from last week. Uh, soundtrack. What do we think of the soundtrack? Um, you guys never have anything when it comes. No, to No, no, I was waiting for a rain because we've been doing that first. You know what? Again, like <laughs> I feel like, you know, like I said in the beginning, my feeling throughout this entire movie was that I was watching it in fast forward so much so that I, I, I missed a lot of things. Like I missed the cinematography. I missed the um, like the soundtrack or the score. I missed character development maybe maybe even some like key characters that um if the movie moved a little bit slower i would have highlighted like hey oh that person's important to the story or like that person blends into like a bigger story within like the marvel venom spider-man um uh you know universe or 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 just collective right um i was so stuck on the fact that like wow they're just burning through (laughs) so much story and content it was hard for me to focus on anything else so much so to the point where when the movie was over, I, I was kind of like, you know, when you take a deep breath and you're like, shit, you know, like, where did that time go? Two hours yeah, blew by me. Uh, what was very confusing about the movie, and uh, I'm sorry for cutting you off, but like, it was very confusing about it, or not even confusing, but uh, one of my key things of, is this a good movie or not, is when it's over, do I feel like, okay, I went through a journey and I appreciated that journey, good or bad. Mm-hmm. But when you when you get to the end of it, you're just like, I don't know what the fuck it was. I just watched. I just kind of just sat there and something happened and then I'm done and I don't really know where to put that. Like, yeah. That's when I'm like, this movie wasn't very good. Uh, but or I'll let us finish this soundtrack and then I'll give my final thoughts on it. Uh, I'm sorry. Continue with your. Yeah. And I, I mean, and as we do these um, press plays, like uh, I know that the, the score is something that I've not always paid much attention to in films. I have to so apologize. I've, so I've been, uh, I've been trying to pay more attention because it is important. Like when we did um, uh, 
what is it the the steady the last movie we did the land of steady habits the land of steady habits yeah. um the 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 music in that film i did pay attention to right but again mm-hmm. this one's just moving so fast it was hard fair enough um I, th- I thought the music was very to the forefront of it like you know the music was loud they really tried to like really push the you know it wasn't really it wasn't background noise you know like some yeah. movies it's kind of in the background some movies don't even play music at certain parts because they don't want that to be the feature i thought they wanted the music to really be the feature um immediately and more points for this guy because surprisingly he keeps sneaking into these movie scores but um like within five minutes of the film, I think after to get done with the symbiote situation, there's some like techno song or something that comes on and then your boy Pusha T, you, you hear him come on, but very kind of just techno fast paced, kind of moving with the um with the flow of it. Um, I remember him being in the bar and I, it was I think it was a rock song playing maybe, but it was very loud. Like obviously they wanted you to feel like you're in this place with them, but um different fight scenes the music was very loud so basically what i got from it was they really wanted music to be in the in the forefront it was obvious with it they weren't trying to like have it in the background or anything like that yeah i mean i think in in any like action movie right like loud uh intense like rock or or techno music is going to be a feature uh what i'm trying to like recall is a point in time in the movie where like the music added value in a particular scene to to the film uh i, I did love the uh, the push t feature at the beginning of the movie um he's probably like one of the bigger names on the soundtrack for the for the movie but again i can't think of any particular scene where it's like all right this moment the the particular choice of of music or you know whether it's something on the forefront where there's something like loud and in your face and uh, it added value to a fight scene or to like a uh, heavy dialogue or maybe something that was subtle on the back end where it, it like just supported a conversation or an interaction um the movie moves so fast like i didn't i didn't i didn't pull any of that yeah and uh ludwig uh ludwig gorison goranson goranson something german um uh is the uh he's the uh, the music buy for the film <clears throat> Um, I, I would say that, uh, yeah, uh, for, for pretty much all these movies, there's a, there's a really interesting video out there on YouTube and, and I'll have to go find the name and, and, you know, provide a link to it. But, uh, it talks about why scores are, uh, starting to like, um, why they are unnoticeable sometimes, uh, especially with these, like the age of like superhero movies. Uh, and it points to like, okay, like for instance, James Bond, right? We all know the theme for from James mm-hmm. Bond because yeah. it's a very distinct mm-hmm. thing that like effort was like put into. Um, Mission Impossible, very distinct mm-hmm. song that, yeah. that, that that's played. Halloween, very distinct song. Do we know these because they're franchises? No, we know them because the f- from, from the moment we heard them, we were like, oh shit. Yeah, but can you give me a movie that's not like an 18 run franchise movie? Because all those like were like... Oh, like a, an example of one? Yeah. All those had like six movies were or 18, <laughs> 20 movies. Let me see. And not saying this is wrong. I'm just... Do TV does that support count? it? Well, yeah, TV, TV show would be the well, same thing yeah. because you're hearing that weekly for three, four years. No, th- there's some... And, I, and I, Okay, well, I, I'll give you an example, but it's, it's something that you won't... You wouldn't have watched, so it's hard for me to like... 
it's hard Trump, for me to Trump, Trump, Trump. No, there's this movie called Comet by Sam Esmo. Seen it. It's like no. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um that I thought had a very distinct score and the the soundtrack was very distinct with it and and it stuck with me, right? Um like from the, I remember the moment that I heard the Mission Impossible, and you can always tell because you always like I always think, oh, wasn't that just always the thing for Mission Impossible? But then you realize Mission Impossible was just uh, it was an it was a remake, right? And it didn't have any such you know soundtrack, or maybe it did, but uh, uh, but w- when it's done correctly, it's glued to that thing, right? So for instance, with Iron Man, can't really tell me any distinct musical and that's the whole point of it right iron man has had what three or four movies yeah can you tell me any distinct no. jingle or anything like that i would me? say the avengers as a whole has one though do they yeah what is it what <sighs> if any movie maybe um it's, it's hard for me to do it has a very distinct but uh, no so they sound they don't they have a distinct soundtrack because they use all the oldies songs that we all love, right? Yeah, yeah that's it's different. not like the actual 90s, score like, for it. No, no, no. Or, or is it like seventies or eighties? Like yeah, rock? they they use a whole bunch of like mix of no, of um, those type of and things. I can't do the replicate the noise of it now, but you guys know the Avengers one when he comes on, he's like, "What's what's that intro?" And you like doing it? Dun, I think dun, Captain. Dun, is, dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, so, okay, I'll give you the Avengers one, but that's the only by one, and probably. large, the superhero oh, yeah, movies yeah. don't I, it have. It took me a second, but I know, I know, what mm-hmm, you're yeah, uh, yeah. don't have a very distinct yeah. sound to them, yeah. and I think that's purposeful, right? So, if you go back to like maybe even Thor too, right? Thor doesn't really have a distinct sound to it. It just has songs or or sco- uh, musical scores that are just typical of See, adventure ah, i think thor does um i, I think i think thor does. Ragnarok. it's like the um it's like the, the guitar, guitar the chords, yeah like, like yeah no, and that, that was, might just be ragnarok but yeah i think that was just the last no, one i think it was um the are you talking about the one that sounds like the wonder woman score Possibly. Oh, that might be actually wonder woman no it was definitely or it sounds thor, like Ragnarok, it. and i think it was in what was it dark um the one before Ragnarok, the dark world the dark world is that was that it yeah yeah. So I, I think I, I yeah. do think Thor Thor has it. I think Thor and, and it's very so, similar yeah, to Wonder right. Woman. So the overall thesis that I'm trying to build here is that this video was going Batman, into Batman. No, he does, but now I'm no, just, but I I'm mean, just, but that's more. I'm to just the trolling. Point. That, that, that's more to the point, right? Um, uh, wait, which Batman? I guess I'm thinking. Of, I don't yeah, know if they use it in the new one. You're talking about the cartoon, yeah, which goes back against my other point of that it's the consistency consistency that you remember right uh so um this got that goes back to the last episode called myself out for being a hypocrite <laughs> i like it uh, um uh so uh the overall thesis of that is is that their goal with the with the soundtracks uh with these movies isn't to be like distinct that that's the opposite of what they're trying to do they're trying to do things that actually make the music blend in and not be a character in a movie because it's not offensive right yeah you can't really offend somebody if you don't try to do anything you know you just give them the same shit that they're used to and they'll be happy with it right um but it's when a movie tries to like dare to be a little different that you start getting into some interesting areas sometimes it's a hit sometimes it's a miss but it just at least you tried some shit right um now with this venom movie 
yeah, it was very pedestrian from that from that standpoint as well. But there was that the the little jingle that they do for Venom that I kind of actually kind of liked, and I, I for whatever reason I just it just I, I vibe with it. Like I thought it was a great. Can you replicate it? I can't. Replicate I'm trying to it. think of what it sounds like. It was, I, it was a distinct jingle, not a jingle, but it was a distinct musical Noise. score that was uh, played whenever like the issue of Venom would come up, or Venom was like a topic of conversation, or he was about to pop up on screen yeah actually it wasn't like a it was like a little good yeah it was a, yeah. It was a guitar riff yeah. but again you see the consistency in all these right that it's always a, kind of a good guitar mm-hmm. riff yeah, when they're, they're cool, coming in yeah. it's never anything like different it's like it's like not setting shallow. itself apart the reason why bond is different is because it's a very distinct dun 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 that's not that's not like anything that's just its own fucking thing yeah, you yeah. know the halloween theme it's its own dun, 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 or yeah, how the fuck that's its own very distinct thing you know um and and so i think that reason why we're having such issues you know discerning the one movie that um you said uh Arane, that um you picked up on the score on was the land of steady habits. Mm-hmm. Now that movie is marketably different than a lot of the yeah. other movies we watch. It was a smaller movie. Um, so it didn't really need, it didn't feel the need to just go by the same shit that everybody else always does. It tried to be different. It tried mm-hmm. to, 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 to add in some key things here and there that the lack of music at times in a movie like venom, there is no lack of music or a lack of sound or it's just from the moment you, the, the opening frame, it's got its fucking foot yeah. on the pedal, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it's going a mile, a mile a minute. Um, last thoughts. Um, Oh, well we'll keep it consistent. Go ahead. Or for me, I, I don't know where they go from this, right? Um, With Venom? Yeah, like, they, they, I don't know how they tell a... Uh, Are you trying to tell me you want to go last, Fabe? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, th- th- okay. this will show you guys not to try to do shit off the air. Just tell me the shit. It's not, nobody <laughs> cares. It's fine. Anyway, okay. so, so I don't know where they go from this movie, right? Like, it's going to be kind of difficult for them to go back and tell, like, any... Um, backstory on like where i mean I, and I guess they could you know like where venom and the symbiotes came from like tell more about like venom's story right and how he got to where he is um they can't really go back and tell brock's story you know you know they can they can do anything they want i mean they they can sure but like he was in he was you know a big reporter in new york he got he went too far got fired from his job moved to san francisco with his girl you know i feel like they they may have burned that already or at least told it in a way that if they go back and uh, try and tell more of it it's like okay you know we we, we got it in this movie he, he yeah. got ran out of new york mm-hmm. um a sequel to this movie you know it's definitely going to be uh maybe brock truly begins to um uh you know him and venom's relationship build and and they become one and the same right where they're now like one person and uh and brock like really begins to accept venom or maybe that and maybe like take on his persona or like they have purpose now. Right. Uh, I think towards the end of the movie where Brock sets those rules for Venom, like we never hurt good people. We only hurt bad people. Uh, so maybe they embark on this like mission or this bigger purpose. Right. Um, sure. I mean, I, I think that'd be a good movie. You know, them running around San Francisco, fucking more people up. I would have preferred this to have been uh, kind of like what, 
Christopher Nolan did with uh, Batman Begins, where it's like let's build, let's, let's build a story, let's let's tell a really rich character story, yeah. which is gonna very clearly lead down the road into bigger and greater stories, right? Yeah. Um, I don't see that for this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I think it's uh, I, I think they can really kind of go any. I, I think almost the opposite of the action. I think they didn't really tell too much of any story with the first one, so they really can kind of go wherever they want. Now the key was going to be, will they get the opportunity to right? Because if this movie would have bombed, and you damn sure they wouldn't have gotten another sequel because it wasn't a very particularly great movie in and of itself, right? It's different if a movie's really good, but for whatever reason, it just gets low numbers at the box office. Then you can be like, all right, we'll give you guys another swing. Maybe we need to try some things different, whatever the case is. But if you get high numbers, even if it's a terrible movie, they're going to give you a sequel nonetheless because they know you can at least pull people in. So the question is, what do they want to do with a sequel for, for, for this? Uh, because whether we want it or not, we're going to get one. Um, I don't know. Uh, Woody Harrelson is, uh, and sorry, spoiler alert for anybody who didn't stick around for the end credits, uh, cover your ears, uh, mittens, uh, anybody who watches old school or who watched old school. Well, if, <laughs> if, um, I think if you didn't watch the last scene, you should open up your ears. <laughs> yeah, you, Why? If you don't watch, oh, you want to know if now, you, if, you right? if you don't wait uh, until the credits uh, roll by for, the, for, for like a Marvel superhero movies, movie, yeah. you're just like, <laughs> Like when every every time I see somebody leave when the credits are or when, the, when not not even the real credits when the uh, when the what do they call them the pre, like pre credit uh, they call them, there's a specific name for them yeah but like when the when the ones when the credits go that aren't like they have like graphics behind them and shit yeah. like that you know some shit's coming like it, unless you're just ninety years old and you're like I guess this movie's done all yeah. right I'll get up and go the lights haven't even fucking come on yet like why are you getting up um uh but every, all of those people are there with people they shouldn't be there with. So they're just like, hey, let's get the fuck out of here before these lights turn on. She's like, oh, baby, but I want to see, like, you know, yeah. the, the, the the scene. I want to see, like, the extra. She's like, no, let's get the nah, fuck out of here. Tell the guy in the first row, like, for somebody to see me with you, and I got to go tell my girl. Yeah. Uh, I think you're just you're remembering that story from when you were younger. No, no, no. Um, I remember that story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I don't know even just from that little bit that we got with Woody Harrelson as uh, uh, Carnage or I guess what's, what's his name? Cletus Cassidy. Cletus Cassidy. That does not look like a profitable venture. That doesn't look like it's going to work. Even oh remotely. my gosh. I felt such the opposite. I mean, I love Woody Harrelson and what I think, and I'm hoping he can do with this. Um, I, I just have high hopes for it just because off the strength of Woody Harrelson, like I think he's the perfect guy to play. Like if they had Woody Harrelson for um, Eddie Brock playing Venom, I'd have been, I, I honestly, I wouldn't have been very happy about that. But I think a guy like Cletus Cassidy, a serial killer, like a crazy motherfucker. I think Woody Harrelson <laughs> is the guy for that. Um, But my, my final thoughts on the movie. Oh, and, and also I'll just go back to, um, yeah, we so we know exactly where they're going with this, and this possibly creates um, an opportunity for more backstory and origin because uh, Carnage is supposed to be the offspring of Venom. So I think maybe we'll, we'll see something like that, whether it's more of the origin of Venom and then symbiotes 
in general because we're we're now we're dealing with offspring. So maybe it gives them the opportunity to give like the symbiote background story, maybe even the Eddie Brock, and hopefully they go into the Cletus Cassidy. Um, you know, obviously they got to tell him about us a little bit, but to the point of origins, this is actually what that really is. This is an offspring of Venom, so I think they have to delve into it. Um, but overall, what I thought about the movie. I didn't think it was a particularly great movie, but I think you'll have fun watching this if you can tolerate the very fast pace. If that is something that bothers you, I do think you're going to hate this movie. Yeah, I mean, even that final scene, right, where Woody Harrison, um, obviously, like, you know, he's going to be carnage. I would have preferred if they'd not made it so abundantly clear. Uh, And I forget what, what quote he said, but he was like, you know, it's time to unleash carnage or something like that. Yeah, it was very. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was, I don't know if I love that. So I'll just let that go. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, it, and then the hair. It was yeah. just. It was just come on. And, like. and I'm fine with the hair. What I'm not okay with was like, why even say, like, I'm carnage or whatever. Why not just let it be like a mystery where. You know, it, then it leads to more fun fan talk. Right? But doesn't that go against yeah. your point? Or your original point of, you know, knowledge is supposed to be abundant in all of this? No, that just what? creates mystery. No, I'm saying like, like for example, like in a lot of these um, Marvel movies, right, when the movie ends, like people are left, uh, like when, when um, uh, Civil War ended and you see um, uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character, he makes that phone call, he dials, he drops the uh, phone. No, that's yeah, uh, Infinity War. Infinity, Infinity War. War, yeah. Not everybody, it wasn't abundantly clear who he was dialing to unless you know the Captain Marvel character, right? But in at the end of this movie, like Woody Harrelson just makes it so very clear that he's Carnage and that's going to be the villain in the next movie. Like, Well, I don't know. To, I guess to have a little pushback on that not everybody knows who carnage is yeah so that kind of goes to the point of you knew who venom was also well he's i mean he says so even if you like didn't catch it i don't know but then but then yeah like he he said carnage right even if you aren't familiar he says it even well and the reason why i'm even saying this is because then like it like what fabe said earlier that i had to give pushback on which was so like why do I have to do research after like watching a movie? Like, like, no, just give me the information that you should give me. Now talking about endings are different than talking about information in the actual movie itself. Right. Because an ending is just something to get you back into the fucking theaters or make you curious. Right. So it's something to make you think, Oh shit, like what's this about? You know? So yeah, I can see that adding to it, but some people know about carnage. Some people don't know about carnage. Either way, you know this is a crazy looking motherfucker yeah. who's writing some shit in blood, you know, yeah. on his in his fucking cell. Um, I would have just preferred Woody Harrelson have not said like actually sure, and, said and, Carnage, and right? I'm not, I'm I'm right with you. It, it seemed it seemed to like cheapen it a little bit. Yeah, it was cheesy. I'm what not, I would have preferred is maybe Woody Harrelson's character just acknowledge the fact that he knows who Eddie Brock really is, or maybe just acknowledge the fact that he knows Eddie Brock and Carnage are one of the same, like you know yeah doesn't everybody i don't like is there is there like a is there ambiguity as um, far as that goes? i mean is it like public knowledge i mean he literally shifts into him 
like in front of people with no problem. Yeah, but he they have, have like several CTV cameras. Well, and that's <laughs> my whole perspective. But he have like an Instagram page or Twitter. <laughs> so you know, and and does he know, really exist? And, and you know, Woody Harrelson's character Carnage, uh, Clay. Uh, Cletus, uh, Cletus, K- K- Cletus, 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 um, <laughs> has been in prison, right? So does he have like Roku or Hulu? Like, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> I would have, it would have been more interesting if Woody Harrelson's character would have just invited Brock in to have done a story. Then he would just like, I just wanted to see you. Yeah, and acknowledge the fact that like you know I'll see you soon, Venom. Instead of calling him Eddie Brocker, that would have been. Like, I oh, think that even that would have been cheap too. I mean, it yeah. would have been cheap, but it would have been less cheap than like I'm gonna unleash carnage on. I just think the line Southeast was San Francisco more than I hate that he says he is carnage. Yeah, Woody no, Harrelson is better than I, that. Woody Harrelson is a great actor. Don't get me wrong, I enjoyed him in so many different things. Uh, the the th- the first thing that comes to mind of recent is uh, True Detective season one. Yeah, really enjoyed him. Um, all them. Hunger, Hunger Games. Games. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Rampart, I mean, I watched him in like one like or Rampart. two. Rampart. I think he was good in Rampart. Where is this? Rampart. I never. I mean, I he's been it. good in a lot of things. Yeah, um, but I, <laughs> I think it's. We're getting into a realm now where if you're an actor or actress in Hollywood and you haven't been in a superhero movie, then it's kind of like, where is your career really? Yeah. And and I, it's weird. But you know what? Every time I see a new actor in um, a new movie or a new role, and now he's a, I say, I say to myself, now you're part of the MCU. And that, to me, that's like one of the coolest things, right? Like a part of the MCU. Yeah. So this is Woody Harrelson's time to make his MCU appearance. Yeah, I mean to to back your point up. Yeah, I mean if you're not in the MCU, it's yeah, like yo, what's up with you, dog? Well, uh, yeah, I guess segue. You, that, you gotta get that check. It's uh, a segue, and I'm gonna segue here for, because I'm gonna hold that note. I know I don't know if you still gotta. Yeah, I got a roll. Okay, um, but uh, if do yourself a favor, go. You know, we press play on uh, Venom. I hope you guys do the same. Check it out. Let us know what your thoughts are. Uh, let us know what you feel about the pacing of the movie. That seemed yeah. to be a very contentious topic, topic uh, with us. Uh, so yeah, go check it out. Uh, and uh, with that, Fabe, two notes before I go. God damn um, Fabe why? never let why you end something. <laughs> I never it. let it end, and you always got a long story. See, this is the <laughs> theme. We got what's two days thing. I don't have a thing. I'm I'm perfect. Tune no, he's like, is always confused. No, it's like, huh? I don't get it. Tunde's thing is, is using um, you guys are reaching big words. In, no, in no, like, check it out. Tunde's like, but is that is that now how I check out every episode? Tune is like, Tune's confused. We're on about the something. cusp. <laughs> We've reached the cusp, precipice. Cusp is is a, is a big word. <laughs> We've arrived at the genesis. <laughs> like no, no, no. Um, you like those words for anyone? Do I not speak like that ordinarily though? No. no, 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 no. You do. I, no, that was just a good opportunity just to lies. say no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, for anybody looking for something new to watch, like I don't got anything new to watch. God damn, what should I watch? American Vandal. Um, and you don't have to even. It's two seasons, and the seasons don't necessarily connect. The first episode of season two will kind of explain what happened on season one. You know, and you can go back and watch season one because it looked like it was pretty. It might have been okay. Um, but yo, American Vandal season two, like that shit was just excellent. How it just, I don't want to talk too much about it. Just check it out. If you're looking for something, it's a quick watch also like 35 minute episodes. Um, second note back to last episode. Um, just to update, we're tied at three a piece, I believe for triplets versus 
uh, three babies at different times. Yeah, Just that's a little uh, score update. That's depressing for two reasons. One, uh, the fact that we're tied, uh, and there are three people who apparently just are crazy along with you. Orion, are you familiar with what we're talking about? No, sounds stupid. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, the other reason why that uh, that's depressing is because there are only six people who voted on this uh, topic, which... Yeah, uh, I know, I hate that. Yeah, people, yeah. Interact, you like, you could have just said 50%. You could have okay. said a split between 50%. I, I hate that. Interact. No. <laughs> no, on anything. And this is not this is not even to say, like, this was the... Uh, this was the um the fade podcast pages. This was my personal joint where I got like you know I don't know like fifteen hundred followers or whatever, and like uh, three hundred people will watch a video, and then like three people will say something. And if you don't got your ass out, nobody's like commenting that's, or saying that's anything. That's not true. Yeah. There's, there's a lot true. of people. It's who, true. It's true. No, 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 I'm gonna do no, all these. Every, all my videos, I'm gonna have a chick in the back with ass out. Yeah, watch I get yeah. like dumb hella likes. comments. <laughs> Or or do you know those bait videos on Instagram where they like it's the thumbnail of like yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. thumbnail is like some chick twerking yeah, and, yeah. and then it goes into like the real shit where it's like hey it's me yeah. buy my product <laughs> so, okay <laughs> on all my stories now I'm gonna have a a chick in the back with ass out um no um fuck I thought I had another thing just leave it either way no 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 all right all right let me tell you, you what it was thing. um yeah, there you go it's basically would you rather have triplets or three kids throughout x amount of years. You're not even asking the question right. Jesus Christ. I, no, I, 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 I get it though. I'd rather yeah. have three kids over a period of time than okay. triplets. Yeah, I don't know. It's To, to it, me, like, it was knock it out. Get it done. Get but it, he, you never have to do it again. You're saying an insane thing, right? Like, uh, out of all the crazy things that Fave said, this has by far been the craziest. Can because, because a lot of people agree. Having a lot of people. You call three people a lot 50%, of people? 50%. 50%. Of them. <laughs> oh, now you're using my 50% so, thing. Okay. Yeah, so, so triplets, right? Like you're typically going to get like one gender, right? Um, and, you know, usually those motherfuckers look alike, right? Uh, I, I would want the, like gender to be like a mystery each time where it's like, I could get a boy this time, could get a girl this no, time. No, forget all that. That's nonsense. That's three babies crying at the same time. That's three babies shitting at the same time. Or worse, they're not doing any of those things at the same time, and they're just—it's just a constant rotation of that shit. But you get it done in one go. Don't so have to experience that, it over twelve years. I won't survive the go. twelve years. <laughs> that now that is uh, the best part about it is they'll have uh, playmates, right? So like once your kids reach a certain age, like three years old, where mm-hmm. they can, um, you know, manage that's just, themselves. That's just more people to lie for each other. Let right? the man finish. Yeah. Yeah. So like once once the kid turns oh like now you want to let him finish two very yeah, interesting yeah, you, from someone who never <laughs> lets anyone finish so once the kid be, turns a certain age now they have like three playmates right so yeah, you fucker like here, here's some crayons here's here's some like toys you guys go play over there for a couple of hours I'm gonna watch the news um yeah. but yeah I, right. I'd still the wait wait to say goodbye to your fans Fabe. yeah. Um, but anyway, so I, just a, just a few. Um, Yo, you're messing. Oh, and me you at. messed up my Scrabble board uh, oh, that I've been saving for you a got fucking no week. Words on there. You don't why even know. Would you what, save you a just Scrabble screwed board. it up. That's why I don't have any words. You'll be all right. Yeah, uh, it's, it's time for you to go. Yo, Shout out you me. Uh, worn out your welcome. <laughs> Fabio fool. Follow goddamn right, Fabio. <laughs> follow the Fabe podcast. Follow me at a uh, uh, Fabian of the future. Why All do right. you have eight Instagram or Twitter names? Yeah, it's one unnecessary. Name, one Instagram name. That so was eighteen we're different gonna, names um, for no reason. A, a few quick talking topics here before we uh, before we wrap this up. Yeah, James Gunn now confirmed 
as the uh, director for Suicide Squad 2 following on his... Was well, he confirmed his, as the director or is he confirmed as the writer? Uh, I believe he's directing. I think it was he's the writer for sure, but they're in talks for him to be the director. Uh, well, it's now it been confirmed that it's he's directing okay, gotcha. uh, Suicide Squad 2. Gotcha. Uh, so following up on his um, firing from Marvel and, and uh, the upcoming... Um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, you know, he kind of made, he made a move. I think he made a power move where he's like, oh, you're going to fire me? Yeah. All right, cool. I'm going to go get this fucking check over here you, you because I don't need you yeah. to work. Yeah. Right. You, you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of, you know, that dude who switched teams from, um, from Verizon to eight, uh, from to Sprint. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's really what that mm. reminds me of. You know, James Gunn's going to be popping on commercials like, yeah, you know that other company that got rid of me? Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, very true. But yeah. you, know, you know what? You know what I liked about that Sprint guy? You know, he was just like, you know, it's not like he did this to take shots at. Who was he with before? No, he was he with Verizon? I think it was Verizon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he Can't hear me now. He's not doing this to take shots at Verizon. He's just like, hey, I'm with Sprint now. You know what I mean? It's time for a change. Right? Him, you know, he. No, he clearly took shots because he literally in the commercial took shots at Verizon. Well, it's not him taking shots. He's just like, yo, I need a, I, I've he got was a mortgage. Words, wasn't he? He's like, I've got a mortgage. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I have no beef with with Verizon, but I got to say this stuff. Yeah, uh, James Gunn was just like, you know what? You fired me. I, I've got work over here. Yeah, um, and if he can do for Suicide Squad what he did for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy one and two. Um, I'm much more interested in watching this movie now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this. And the reason why I don't know how I feel about this, uh, not that I really give a particular fuck either way, but um, I'm not sure how I feel about this because I don't know what perspective he's coming from. Because I, I want to know, right? Is this a power play? Or... Is he just looking for work? If he's just looking for work, then it's just like, all right. Yeah. Okay. You so just my go, comment yeah. um, in our Trello thing was like, you know, power move slash desperation. Like, yeah. I don't you know. know I don't know which one it is. If it's desperation, I can't really give you too many points. Right. I can't give you points really for that because it's just like nobody else is hiring. Fuck it. Uh, but if it's a power play, like if you went to fucking DC and you're like, hey, you guys suck at making movies anyways. How about you hire me? Yeah. Hire the, that's like some WWE shit, you know? No, you just went is, from the, the NWO to like DX, you the, know? This, it's more, I'm wondering, did he do what LeBron James did, right? Where he's like, yes. you know, my time here in Cleveland is done. No, because that would mean uh, now, LeBron, LeBron had some fired. old tweets yeah. <laughs> from back in the day. Well, LeBron had he bad talked teammates, about. right? He had bad teammates. Like, hey, my time here is done. So I'm going to take my talents to South Beach. I'm going to link up with, um, you know, a, a, a good team who needs my help and we're yeah. going to win a championship, right? Yeah. That is that what he's doing where he's like, all right, you know, I'm done. My time here at Marvel is done. No. Um, you, you know what this is Suicide like. Squad. This DC is like LeBron going from Miami to Cleveland, right? Because he's going to a squad that pretty much sucks. So that's what James Gunn is doing. Uh, hey, <laughs> he's going, know, that, that, that works too. He's, so he's going from a very big market to the worst market of them all. Yeah. 
And and hopefully he's going to bring a championship or bring bring he some, won't. some numbers. It's to, gonna, they'll, right. the DC will find some way to screw this. So up. is he doing what LeBron did, where he's like, you know, I'm I'm going somewhere to make it better, yeah. right? Or is he doing what KD did, yeah. where he's like, I'm going there so I can shit on he's, you guys. No, he's definitely not doing what KD. I did. mean, now mind you, he's not going to a winning team, <laughs> right? For seventy three and nine. <laughs> team. No, 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 he's no, he's no, going. What KD did yeah. though when he left Oakland, right? He 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 uh, Oklahoma. He yeah. left so he can go back and beat Russell Westbrook, right? Did he? Yeah. I don't think he cared about that even remotely. What? Are you? No, what? no. I, I, I. Obviously, they have some animosity or whatever because of the their their uh, non cordial breakup. Yeah. So the big but thing I is, don't think is, he really gave a shit outside of I want to go through you to win a championship. No, I think Kevin Durant was like. So the big thing, right, is is the difference between LeBron and and KD is LeBron yeah. went to play with his friends to beat his enemies, right? He went down to play with Dwayne Wade, who's one of his best friends. Yeah. Um, to beat you know the boston celtics or you know whoever the uh the mavericks or whoever the big teams were right um kd went and joined his enemies to defeat his his former friends which were james harden and russell westbrook so i th- so james gunn might be going to dc to say hey like fuck you marvel uh, I'm, I'm gonna get a check over here and if i make this movie great then it's even oh, bigger it, fuck it's you. definitely a fuck you either way but again, I want to know, I want to see the receipts from this on whether it was him pleading, like, please, please yeah. hire me. Or if he went up there like, yo, I'm trying to score buckets for your, for yeah. your squad. If he went to the studios and double parked, <laughs> <laughs> then it's a power move, right? If uh, if he if sent he several if he emails, tip the valet. yeah. If he sent several emails, then it's, it's then it was desperation with exclamation marks, yeah. urgent, ready to work, all caps, exclamation marks. Then it's desperation. If he, if he had the Craigslist ad queued up, like well, I guess uh, this is, this is what I'll have to do if they don't respond to my emails. Yeah. Then uh, then yeah, I think it was. Uh, we know what kind of move it was. Yeah. Um, so th- th- I think that and that story might develop. At least I hope it does. Yeah. Um, so uh, anyway, Suicide hey, Squad two yeah. looks like it may not suck. Hey, either way, shout out to James Gunn one yeah, time. Do your thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do your thing. Fuck this one. Um, so let's talk about a not power move. Yeah. Walking Dead season nine. It's the lowest rated premiere in their um, season history. Um, yeah. I think they just need to wrap this shit up. Like, I, I don't think I've seen yeah. season eight. I definitely haven't finished season seven. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a difficult conversation to have because I watched two episodes of Walking Dead and I gave it up immediately. Yeah. There's some incredible shows you haven't um, seen. Yeah. Uh, Walking Dead. Are, aren't you like season one Game of Thrones? Yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm. Season you haven't one seen Game Narcos. Have you? No, I haven't seen Narcos. Ozark. Actually, no. I'm done. Ozark. Oh, you're done. Okay. Uh, you're done. Yeah. Ozark. Good job. Did you finish Ozark? Yeah. Damn, Catch up I was, on the I was rest really of the hoping. I have a funny story. Oh, I have Wait, did two you finish funny season stories. one or season two? Both. Okay. Um, I have a really. I have two funny stories. One was uh, there was a joke this past weekend. It was really funny where I was basically trying to shit on the Cleveland Browns, and before because they went into overtime with the Ravens, mm-hmm. and before they even started their like last drive, I was like, it's official. The Cleveland Browns are cursed, right? And then Fabe comes back with, are you sure? Because they were driving at the time. He tried to sh- see some proof that they were, might be able to win the game yeah. before he sent that. 
So he sends back, are you sure? And I was like, just one word, yes, period. Uh, and I was hoping to God that they would miss their field goal for no other reason other than for me to complete my joke. Yeah. That was it. That was, I, I wanted their city to lose An entire simply city just to fulfill my joke. Hurting people, families, <laughs> hungry. Kicker, getting <laughs> fired. <laughs> All because I wanted to complete this joke. Uh, if 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 I I was Aladdin, and I had the genie, you know, I would have rubbed on that lamp. I would have been like, genie, just grant me this <laughs> one wish with the Cleveland Browns, not to miss your this case. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Dude, give me like a big house and all, all the money in the world. Just I just need the Cleveland Browns the Cleveland to Browns catch loop. this L one more time. Um, okay, and then uh, and this is kind of not a. Fu- I don't know where to put this story. I just thought it was amazing. It was actually on my way here. Um, I was driving, and uh, I guess stopped at this uh, red light. There's a car in front of me, and there was a homeless guy who's he he was on a wheel. He was in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. and. Uh, the car in front of me, they, I guess maybe they had leftovers or something like that of, of the food that they ate. They gave it to him, right? They didn't, I guess they didn't give him obviously any money, but they gave him these leftovers. So he puts the, uh, so he's walking or wheeling over with the, the food in his hands. And usually I, tr- I don't know, it's really awkward to like make direct eye contact with, you know, somebody who's like either panhandling or whatever. <laughs> it's like really, cause it, then it's like, oh, you're in this, you yeah. know, you gotta, you gotta, we're all here. You're, you're all in this. Um, but this time I was just like, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna break the eye contact. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna look at him. Yeah. Uh, and, and typically I don't give money simply because obviously, you know, I don't, I don't know where that's going and you know, uh, I'd rather give to like other cause, like not other causes, but through other means outside of just giving somebody money because you don't know what the fuck they're going to do with it. Yada, same old story, whatever. So he's wheeling pie and he's looking at me and he makes direct eye contact and he pulls up right next to my the car and he's like, you have any change you can spare? I'm like, nah, man, I'm sorry. And I actually, I legitimately didn't, except for I had like a dime and a quarter. Yeah. But the quarter I usually use for uh, at um, Aldi. You have mm-hmm. to put in a quarter for yeah. the thing. Yeah, to get the yeah, the, yeah to get the, the card. card. So that's what that's there for. So yeah. that was definitely not. And then the dime, I was just like, I'm just holding on to that. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's my lucky dime. What do you want me to say? Um, and uh, then he's like, you don't even have like a penny or anything like that. I was like, ah, I'm sorry, man. And he did the most amazing thing. <laughs> he gave you a penny? No, no. Although I, I've been tempted <laughs> to ask that, right? To anybody who acts indignant about me not having any money asking them for money like well do you have a quarter or well he's something homeless so you're no. just an asshole <laughs> i know but but like why are you going to act indignant with me like how do you know what my life situation is how do you know i'm not fucking strapped and i don't fucking you know what i mean like yeah. why is it assumed that i have money you know well, i mean if you're in your car like you know listening to drake like <laughs> kiki yeah uh, it's fair to assume that you may have a dollar. <laughs> you're having is a it? good fucking time. Is it? Yeah, especially if you're making I've one, listened to music plenty of times. one of those dance videos, <laughs> you have a dollar. I've listened to music plenty of times where I was broke as fuck. Yeah, not, so, but you're not listening to that song if you're broke. If you have that particular song. Sometimes you need you the shit dollar. to make you feel better, right? Um, uh, so he does the most amazing thing. He says... And I, and I say, I end with the words, oh, I'm sorry, man. And he's like, yeah, you are sorry. And Holy he rolls shit. away. 
that's not even the most amazing part. The food that the people gave him, he just throws on the ground. Really? <laughs> just rolls away. I was like, what the fuck am I looking at? Yo, that is... <laughs> He, Yo, he, holy shit he was probably holy fuck like uh fucking he might that might have been jesus <laughs> you know i feel like jesus <laughs> is on earth somewhere and he's the person you yeah. must expect he is the person who's like do you have a penny and if you were to give him a penny yeah. he would be like bless you and then you would forever be blessed but why is that the case like what if he asked you for a penny you literally don't have a penny or because i don't really even carry out any cash like yeah. i literally don't carry around cash and the quarter in the car was for a very specific cor- uh, purpose which i've already given away a quarter to somebody who asked for it maybe he knew this right he knew this he knew that quarter was for why a very are you speci- trying to out religion me i don't understand maybe he knew that quarter was for a very specific purpose yeah. right and did you need that quarter for that purpose? Yes, but did yes. you need that quarter? Yes. And what he wanted you was to give your last to your fellow man. Yeah. And you chose not to. I definitely did. And he definitely <laughs> threw the food and, and just walked and away. He, and he littered <laughs> and destroyed man, the earth. Why he is created. Jesus littering? Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, fuck all this shit. You know what? So this is completely sidebar, but like I was listening to a J. Cole's album, right? KOD. Yeah. Uh, and there's this, um, like interlude or the beginning of this song is this woman she's speaking she's like um you know jesus must not uh he must always feel joy right because he uh he does not know pain he is all knowing right yeah um she was saying like like knowledge um like if you can understand your pain then you won't really feel pain right you'll you'll understand it and that is to be all knowing mm-hmm. and she's like well jesus is all knowing so jesus must not feel pain he must only feel joy so does our pain then like does he feel joy from watching our pain that's an interesting question right but i, th- I think that's a misnomer because like I'll have to send it to you so you can listen to it. But like yeah. the way she articulates it was very, very interesting. The way somebody articulates anything is very interesting and convinces you in that moment. Uh, you have to be care- now, careful. Now I've thought of, about this. Like I was like, damn, that's kind of an interesting. It's but, just an interesting way. But to look I, at I it. disagree with the underlying for for the underlying premise, right? Like, well, like if you only know happiness and all you feel is joy, and even if you see me in pain, you're still going to be joyful no i i would disagree i i I would say that if all you know is we're talking about two that's two separate things if all you know is joy then when you pain or seeing pain is that much more potent because you're not going to understand what it is that you're looking at you don't understand like you're because it's so foreign to you right Mm -hmm. or if you experience pain but all you've known is joy then that pain is going to seem like so think about it this way um the first time you ever burned your hand or the first time you ever stubbed your toe, the most excruciating thing ever, right? The subsequent times that you do it, it's less excruciating. Now there is some sort of level of where it kind of tapers off and it just is what it is. But your first time experiencing that thing, that Mm -hmm. pain or even emotional, right? Your first heartbreak seems like it's the fucking end of the world, right? But each heartbreak after that seems like, eh, but that's not what she was saying. What she was saying was like, because you are all knowing, right? No, so like, I was going to get to that. That was yeah. my, that was going to be my second point, right? That 
Um, if that's the angle that you're going to come from, then that deals with that. But then also, too, if you're all knowing, right, uh, one would think that if you're all knowing, then your pain, it's not as though that would lean you towards pain or joy. That would just lead you to knowledge. You know what I mean? Which doesn't sway you one way or another. Having having knowledge about something d- doesn't uh, doesn't automatically denote joy or pain. It just is knowledge. Yeah. So, and, and I think the, the the reason for that, like uh, interlude or that sound bite in the song, was maybe for this particular reason for like you to look at it from several different angles because there are several different angles. I just thought it was very like intriguing or a unique perspective that i had not really considered yeah, yeah. It, it, and it, it happened to be a great song too yeah um so a, a few of the other things uh, obviously walking dead season nine lowest rating premiere a show that i is this, really is like this is the last season right um i, guess. I, I thought it was because uh isn't uh spoiler alert uh isn't rick going to die or isn't he dead or something um, something i mean he has to die at some point this motherfucker <laughs> has been he survived like shit that there have been several seasons where I'm like no way Rick survives that bullet on his way to his head <laughs> moving at <laughs> moving faster than the speed of sound right and then Rick dies. a zombie walks in front of the bullet eats it and Rick fights his way through a hundred zombies and lives it's like okay you know next season um, so he has to die at some point yeah. but um, I think I just think the story needs to wrap because at yeah. this point it's just like it's it's it reminds me of um, Lost, where the season it just went on and on and on, and yeah. then I'm just like, oh fuck! But the, where this are we is, gonna end this? This is a problem with a lot of shows, right? Because uh, every great story has they, they. You'll never, ever, ever, ever get away from this. Every great story has three elements: a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yeah, that formula does not change. I don't give a fuck if you're telling a story to, you know, to one of your friends or if you're making a big production, you know, like a TV show or a movie. Yeah, that combination does not end. Now, you can kind of play around with it where you can kind of put your end at your beginning, you know, and do the beginning at the end, yada, yada. But the actual uh, 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 basic three elements of a story never fucking change yeah. and so when you're a tv show and you're on your ninth fuck if you're supernatural and you're on your 13th fucking season the only show that i've ever seen or that i've seen to be able to be immune to pretty much everything is it's always sunny in philadelphia it's the weirdest thing i've ever yeah. seen you know why because there's like there's no plot there, there's, there's no nothing plot, so there's just every episode is just a weird fucking thing as long on its as own you can continue to come up with good content good writing good stories like oh keep going um, but yeah, this story must end at some point. I think that end is coming. It's very clear. Um, and, and with this type of show, especially because it's a show that's following a comic book, it's like people are, want to see the end. So it's yeah. like just you know, at this just point, give it to them, yeah. get there. Yeah. Um, so why do you why do you think they won't end it? Because obviously I mean, the ratings have nah, the ratings have been taking a hit these last few years. The ratings have been uh, declining, sure, but it's still a, a high, still one of AMC's most highest rated shows, right? They like that check, you know. They're like, "Yo, I just bought a new house." But then, I mean, okay, uh, I've got kids going to college. We need to do one more season. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, you know, Breaking Bad was, and then some would argue that's the best show ever ever made, right? Mm-hmm. Only did five seasons. 
Yeah, I mean, and I think it's because uh, you know the writers of that show. Yeah, uh, Gil- Gillian, Gilligan, Gilli- Gillian yeah. Jacobs or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think he was very true to like, hey, like, let's tell a complete story. Um, yeah, let's not drag this on. Let's tell like, and Walking Dead, following the comic books, it may be doing the right thing, but it's like, you know, it's time to bring this to an end, guys. Yeah, you know, time to do something else. So, um, I got to catch up on my Walking Dead, though. Uh, do you? I do, I do. You just went on about shitting on The Walking Dead, and now you're like, I didn't I shit on it. it. I, I voiced my displeasure with um, look, man, how the story's gone. For I've, I'm a big fan of the show Supernatural, but I can't for the life of me watch it anymore. It's just it's stupid at this point to to continue to sit in front of the movie like a fucking or sit in front of the TV like a fucking person just drooling on myself as I watch this mind-numbingly stupid show that's continuing. The first five seasons were a master of what? Of what again? The show uh, Supernatural. Yeah, I'm um, not watching that shit. Ever. The first five seasons were incredible. It prob- the, especially specifically the fifth season, uh, probably some of the best writing, best, probably the best show I've watched. It's fifth season, right? Well, there's a lot of good shit you haven't watched. I don't think you know good TV Shut shit. Shut up! I've watched all the great shows, right? No, no, Sopranos, uh, Breaking Bad, Mad Men. I watched them all. Uh, yeah, you yeah, were just talking yeah. about latest shows. You right? haven't seen The Shield. You haven't I've seen, seen a few episodes of Shield. I've seen a few episodes of everything that I you're talking about. The I just Shield chose one of the not best to stick with it. Shows ever on television. I think you just speak out of nostalgia sometimes. No, it was genuinely a great. It was like the grittiest cop drama. I don't feel like watching Michael Chiklis's bald, shiny ass head. He right? <laughs> for more than was ten incredible minutes. Incredible in that in that show. Um, <laughs> But but yeah yeah you know um I, I think Walking Dead uh, and and I'm not sure if this is where you were going but uh, what I'm seeing from that show is it, it's it's just dragged on and it's something that needs to to kind of wrap um, before the 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 storyline and the characters kind of sour. I mean, have they not already done that? No, I, I think the characters and the story is still good. Um, really? Yeah. And again, I've seen the previews for season nine and I'm like, okay, you know, and that's what kind of inspired me to catch up. Um, But I I want to finish season seven, uh, go through season eight and then catch up on season nine. And then I just want it to end. Yeah. And and that's another thing, too, about having your show last for so long. You're asking a lot of your audience because that's that's a lot of years where I got to keep up with you. Like. My dude, I haven't talked to my kids in like yeah. years, you know, because like, every night at 8 p.m. or 9 p.m., I got to. Yes, I get home from work, you know, I eat, yeah, and then the I just sit there. to watch TV yeah. is real. It's immense. Like, Fuck. Well, yeah, I, I have to watch this. I got to get in one episode tonight. Then then it's yeah. 11 p.m., you got to be up at 6. Yo. Shit. Yeah, it's a very. I, I just saw this headline and I didn't read the article, but they were like, they're trying to do studies on if, you know, they can they can actually say that you know netflix addiction isn't a real like thing mm-hmm. like a medical condition right because i'm not gonna lie to you the reason why i was able to blow through ozark in such short order was because i binge watched the living fuck out of it at my own detriment <laughs> right so uh I, I had been sort of watching whenever i could right but then that was too slow for me i was like i just want to get to the end of the shit yeah um and so one night I was up working late and I was just like, fuck it. And it, two o'clock came. I was like, another one. Yeah. Three o'clock came. 
I was like, another one. What time you Four have to be o'clock up? came, huh? What time did you have to be up the next morning? Like six. Oh, Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was like, whatever. I, I, I need to finish it's this a thing. Slippery slope. <laughs> it's a very slippery slope. A very weavy web uh, we, <laughs> we weave with uh, this Netflix addiction. Um, and on that note, just as uh, Walking Dead is coming to an end, so is this episode of the Fade hey, Podcast. Most deaf. Like the transition. Yes. I respect it. Yeah. Uh, so if you could do us a kind favor, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Uh, Fabe listed about 18 different um, accounts where you can reach us at. Please yeah. find one of those and reach us at that account. Yeah. And um, as Fabe said, um, fuck, engage with us or yeah. <laughs> conversate with us. Um, but yeah, definitely, uh, you know, share it tell us your thoughts we'd love to hear it hey most deaf uh so without further ado i think we will hit the usual protocol fade out peace